You are Locked On Patriots, your daily New England Patriots podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello to all of you, Foxborough faithful. You are now locked in to the Locked On Patriots podcast. It is Wednesday, August 11th, 2021, and we are just a little over 24 hours away from the New England Patriots opening up their 2021 preseason slate. Greetings, salutations, and happy hump day, Patriots fans. Thank you for joining me here on this Wednesday episode of the pod. My name is Mike DeBate. And I cover your New England Patriots for Patriot Maven of Sports Illustrated. I am also your host of the Locked On Patriots podcast, which, of course, is a proud part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And, folks, because it's your team every day, that means your questions, your comments, your feedback, your opinions, always encouraged, greatly appreciated. So share that feedback. Send it to the Internet by reaching out to me and following me on Twitter at M-D-A-B-A-T-E-N-F-L. And while you're out there doing some Wednesday wandering through that Twitterverse, please be sure to follow the Locked On Patriots account as well at LO underscore Patriots. Pats fans, of course, football is almost back in Foxborough. Tomorrow evening, 7.30 p.m., the Patriots host the Washington football team in Game 1 of the 2021 preseason. I know you're excited for it. I'm excited for it. The players, the coaches, everyone. Football is back, and no one is happier about that than all of us football fans out there. Here on Locked On Patriots, we continue to get you ready for Game 1 of the preseason. And because Wednesday is the middle part of the week and it kind of levels out the week, we need some level-headed wisdom and counsel. Luckily for us, our resident voice of reason is here today, and he will do just that when it comes to the hype train surrounding some New England Patriots players, as well as getting us ready for what to expect when the Washington football team takes the field at Gillette Stadium tomorrow night. Steve Balistrieri of PatsFans.com is my guest today, folks, and we will be discussing the quarterback battle. Is it realistic to expect both Cam Newton and Mac Jones to share the field tomorrow, or will the rookie get the lion's share of the snaps, at least in the first half? Second, we will talk about the legend that is Quinn Nordine. The kid just continues to dazzle, made four of his kicks on the Patriots in-stadium practice on Tuesday night. He is now a perfect 14 for 14 when kicking inside the friendly confines of Gillette Stadium. But he hasn't done it in a game setting yet, folks. Until that happens, we really don't know what we have in Quinn Nordine. Is the hype train starting to run away when it comes to this kid, or does he really have a legitimate shot at unseating Nick Folk and becoming the Patriots' full-time kicker? Again, that question requires a level-headed response, and Steve will definitely provide that for us today. Last but certainly not least, the Washington football team is set to arrive in Foxborough for their preseason tilt on Thursday night. And Washington head coach Ron Rivera has said that he intends to play his starters. Exactly what should we expect to see on the field? And will the Patriots match that intensity, or will they take a little bit of a different approach? Folks, an action-packed agenda. Always a lot of fun when Steve Balistrieri joins me here on the hot seat. And in just a moment, my Patriots Paisan will provide his level-headed analysis on Cam Newton, Mac Jones, Quinn Nordine, and the Washington football team. All this and more when this Wednesday episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast continues. 
Locked On listeners, get all the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, the NBA, NHL, all of your UFC MMA action, and of course the NFL, with the only place that has you covered and the only place we trust. Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Before the start of your next favorite sporting event, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the greatest sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. You can track all the action at Bet Online. Head over to the website at betonline.ag and sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code LOCKED ON. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the action. Head over to their website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Patriots fans, we are just over 24 hours away from the Patriots' first preseason game of 2021, hosting the Washington football team. And we started to get into this a little bit yesterday with David Harrison of Locked On Washington football team. First preseason game, what can we realistically expect? We need a reasonable approach to this game. And luckily for us, our resident voice of reason is back with us here today one of the best, most knowledgeable columnists you can find in Patriots media anywhere. You know his great work from PatsFans.com, as well as being the co-host of not one, but two amazing podcasts, Patriots 4th and 2, and of course, One Patriots Place. He is my Patriots paisan, and always worthy and deserving of all the praise he gets, and then some. Steve Balistrieri joins me today. Welcome back to Lockdown Patriots, bud. Hey, it's uh, almost football time. I mean, we we have a game tomorrow night to to watch, and I mean, I couldn't be more excited to have some football back. Uh, it's going to be great, whether it be preseason, whether it be uh, joint practices. I mean, uh, just having the opportunity to have football back at an earlier stage than we had last year is a sign that things are moving in the right direction. And I know for so many, things continue to be difficult. There's still a lot of uncertainty with regard to COVID and everything out there. But the NFL is back. Football is coming back. And it's going to be great to see the Patriots back out on the field, having had the opportunity to sit in on a couple of in-stadium practices and see fans back in that environment again. Really, Steve, is something special. And New England expects a capacity crowd tomorrow night, so I think it's going to be interesting to see uh, how these players, especially players that haven't had the chance to play in front of a Foxborough crowd yet, namely a Cam Newton, are going to be able to feed off that crowd. It's going to be something special. Um, But, you know, preseason football is always um, interesting to break down because you know you're not going to see too much in terms of what this team is going to look like on the field in 2021. But there's a lot of hidden messages. It's almost like a decoding that has to go through when you look at preseason football. Try to determine who's making the, uh, the, the waves in training camp, who's catching the eye of the coaching staff, and who is ultimately going to make this 53-man roster. Before we get into some of the other battles that are going on on the field right now, bud, the quarterback battle is frame of mind. It's top of mind. Everybody is wondering what's going to happen. Is Cam Newton um, going to continue to be the starter? We've heard Bill Belichick called him the starting quarterback twice now uh, since Mac Jones was drafted. 
but Matt keeps making impressive strides uh, towards showing that he may be more NFL ready than a lot of people thought he would be at this stage of the game. I'll tip my hand first uh, because I've had the opportunity to view these guys in practice. And this is in no way demeaning of Mac Jones, who I think has been extremely impressive. I think the future is very bright in Foxborough for this kid. I'm excited to watch him every time he takes the football. He's methodical. He leads his receivers open, accurate, uh, gets the ball out on time, you name it. And he's really, I think somebody that can thrive in this type of environment. That being said, Cam, I believe, has performed well enough to continue his stranglehold on the starting position. I don't see him relinquishing that. But in your estimation, from the observations you've made, from what you've read, from what you've seen, and from what you've gathered based on what we've heard from team, from teammates, players, coaches, media alike, uh, what's been your take on the quarterback battle? And do you think this is still Cam's job um, heading into now uh, the preseason game slate? I do. I, I, I am in firm agreement with you there, but I, I believe Cam Newton is going to be the starting quarterback. I think he's going to be the starting quarterback for at least the first four weeks of the season. Because, I, you know, looking at the schedule, I really don't think Bill Belichick wants to put Mac Jones in that position uh, on week four of having to face the Super Bowl champs and Tom Brady coming back for his first game in Foxborough since he left. I don't think they want to do that. That's why I'm I'm pretty convinced that unless something really drastic happens, Newton is going to be the starting quarterback for the first four weeks of the season. But that being said, I think he's looked better. You know, he has a better starting uh, caliber cast around him this year. He has a, a year in the system, so he's more comfortable with that. And, um, you know, I just think he's going to be better. How much better? That remains to be seen. But, um, you know, they're going to lean on the running game. They're going to lean on the tight ends. And, uh, you know, we'll talk about that, obviously, because there's an injury there. But, you know, uh, the thing I really like about Mac Jones, and you already mentioned a, a lot of that, is how fast he's processing things. And that's the thing that to look forward to. Because if he's processing things this quickly, you know, uh, in his first training camp in the first 10 days, two weeks of, of practice, then things are going to be just fine for him. All that other stuff will come in time. Absolutely. I completely agree with you. And I think, look, bottom line, when it comes to someone like Mac Jones, who is a rookie, still processing, still learning, when you see him processing plays on the field that quickly – it's definitely interesting. It's definitely something uh, that raises your eyebrow, and it's also something that makes you feel good about the future. But like you said, there's something also to be said about throwing the quarterback to the wolves when, first of all, you expect to be able to contend right out of the gate. And from what I'm seeing from the Patriots on the field, they fully expect that. This is not hopes, folks. They believe that they can hang with a lot of the teams in the AFC right now to be able to contend for a playoff spot, and I, I firmly think they can. I think this roster is well put together to do so. I think they're going to have to get some help, or it's going to depend on how some of the other teams play, uh, but bottom line, I think their roster right now put together is a playoff roster with a lot of talent, um, but uh, in a lot of ways as well, Cam Newton, I think, is very well positioned to do that. I've seen 
seen improvement in his game. I don't think it's a situation where the Patriots are treading water. I know you said about the first four games. I think if Cam comes out and plays reasonably well, even through the first four games, it's going to be difficult for the Patriots to justify sitting him to put the rookie in. There's going to have to be a little bit of a drop-off, but we've seen you know, the Patriots do things in the past that may have a lot of people scratching their heads, and it makes sense in the uh, the war room and the planning rooms over at One Patriot's Place. So we'll see what happens, but I think that's an interesting take, and it should be interesting to see how these teams, um, both teams, Washington and New England, uh, approach the quarterback position uh, tomorrow night. And we're going to get into that in just a little bit. But before we got into breaking down or at least uh, getting into some of the analysis for tomorrow night's game. Uh, The other big story out of training camp, obviously, and I know you've been keeping a sharp eye on that is the kicking battle. And we talked about this actually a couple of weeks ago, and you believed that there was indeed a kicking battle to be had and that it could get interesting. Well, that Balistrarian crystal ball buddy was right on the money because Quinn Nordine has really become a legend uh, in short order here in New England. Um, again, and put on another impressive kicking display at Gillette last night, going four for four. He's now 14 for 14 on kicks inside Gillette Stadium this summer. Um, he's hit one from 55, hit one from 57. Um, he can definitely dial it back, and this kid has a very strong leg. The question mark is, can he do it in a game setting? Uh, There were times at Michigan where, uh, from people that I've spoken to, um, where he may have had the the yips a little bit, uh, meaning that there would be stretches where it would be difficult for him to find the uprights. But once he got himself straightened out, he definitely has the distance and the power to be able to kick the ball through the the uprights there were some that he kicked from beyond 40 beyond 45 that would have had no problem going at least 10 15 yards more with the distance that he was able to provide so power not a question consistency might be a question steve what do you make of quinn nordine right now um is this a feel-good story of camp or have you seen enough of this kid to know that he looks like someone that could really have a strong career in the nfl perhaps even here in foxborough Oh, I think so. I mean, you know, when uh, when you look at him, I mean, it jumps off the page right off the bat. You know, that 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 leg strength that he's got, he can kick it a long, long way. So that's that's a big plus right there. I mean, because at that point, you're not afraid to put a guy in, you know, if you have a field goal of 50, 55 yards, because you feel like he can make that. So, you know, when you're looking at that, that that's a big plus. Now, the question was with him was consistency. And, you know, the uh, injury with Nick Folk, he's been out for a while. This has given him a chance to shine, and he's answered the bell. I think tomorrow night will be very, very important for him to get off to a good start. And if he does, I, I think that, you know, you, they're, they're going to have to really look strongly at making a decision with this kid. Um, you know, part of me is hoping that a lot of drives stall uh, on uh, Thursday night so we can see what he can do. I would really like to see him uh, attempt four or five field goals tomorrow because <laughs> I think it's important for him, especially for his confidence. You know, he goes out there, he nails five out of five, four out of four. I think it'll be huge for him, but I definitely think that this is a feel-good story. He, you know, he's an undrafted kid. 
He has a very, very strong leg, and now he's showing, you know, the right now, in practice at least, you know, the, it's not too big for him. Yeah, I think that uh, you're definitely onto something. And look, I think I'm far from being a soothsayer, but I think you're onto something about him attempting four or five field goals tomorrow night. I actually think that's a realistic the goal uh, and maybe a realistic expectation, even maybe by design to really see what this kid can do. Uh, And it has to be in a game setting. Again, you know, you come back to that. Anybody can look impressive in training camp in a non-competitive environment, um, in a friendly environment. But once things start to get a little awry and you start to, you know, put, uh, you know, the, the pressure of having to make it in a game situation, other teams setting up to block the field goal, uh, maybe even in a hostile environment when it comes to when they're going to you know, play in, uh, in Philadelphia or in New York uh, toward the end of the month. These are going to be the telltale signs for Quinn Nordeen. And right now he looks like and he sounds like he's saying all the right things. Uh, he seems to have the poise and the ability to be able to handle these uh, um, moments. We're hopeful that he will, but you never really know until you get it out there on the field. So. Hopefully he's been able to put some of those issues that he had at Michigan in the past, because when he's on, he's impressive. And again, it's really been a great story for Quinn Nordine so far, folks. I know everyone in Patriots nation is going to be keeping a sharp eye on him as the Patriots head into their first preseason game on Thursday. But your wisdom, your counsel, your reason, you always bring us back to a level-headed place. You know, it's easy to get that head-in-the-clouds type mentality when it comes to Cam Newton and Mac Jones and Quinn Nordine. And, you know, you start to really buy into the camp stories. You kind of bring us back to a level of expectation and realistic expectation. But we're not done yet, folks, because, after all, it is time to start previewing the first preseason game for the Patriots coming up in just over 24 hours. What is Steve's outlook for the Patriots tomorrow? And what should we be watching from the Washington football team? Find out when the Locked On Patriots podcast continues. Locked On listeners, Built Bar, the most delicious, healthy protein bar you've ever tried, has so many delicious flavors. There's something for everyone. And when you talk to a Built Bar fan, and I have, folks, believe me when I tell you, there are a lot of you out there. They are passionate about their favorites. If you don't know about the Built Bar flavors, well, you're missing out. But the best part of Built Bar is not even just the delicious flavors they provide. It's the fact that in addition to them being delicious, they're also one of the most healthy treats available today. Each Built Bar has between 17 and 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180 calories per bar, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, and all healthy. Flavors like coconut, cherry barcia, love that name, mint brownie, double chocolate, cookies and cream, and so much more. When you want a treat that's not only pleasing to your palate, but also great for your health, don't delay, do it today. Make Built Bar your go-to protein bar right now. Visit Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Patriots fan Steve Balistrieri joins me here today on the pod talking some Patriots preseason action and, of course, hosting the Washington football team at Gillette Stadium Thursday, August 12th, 7.30 p.m. Preseason game one, bud. It's always, always a fun time. 
Fans are going to be back in the stands in Gillette. The place is going to be rocking. Uh, fans have been waiting a long time for this. And they're going to get their first glimpse of Cam Newton in the stadium. Uh, you know, those that haven't attended practice or haven't attended the in-stadium practice is the first game action Maybe if Cam does play and you and I both think that he'll probably take a couple of snaps uh, on Thursday. But that being said, we're looking for Mac Jones, hopefully wearing a new jersey, not the number 50 that he's been saddled with up until this point, and hopefully getting a chance to see a lot of roster hopefuls. Steve, when you look up and down at the Patriots roster right now, um, there are several key positions that a lot of people have their eye on, whether it be wide receiver, whether it be tight end, running back, uh, on the defense. Everybody is looking forward to seeing the new linebacking core. Uh, the uh, the cornerbacks is J.C. Jackson going to look, uh, you know, sharp coming out of the gate. Um, Stephon Gilmore is still on pup as we're recording this, so we're not completely sure when we're going to see Stephon this preseason just yet. But at the same time, there's still a lot to be had out there. Talked a little bit about the kickers and the quarterbacks in the previous segment. What are you most looking forward to from a Patriots perspective on the field tomorrow night? Well, you know, you look at that Washington defense. They were very good last year. The That Washington defense was was very strong. They even gave uh, Tampa all they could handle in the playoffs. So, you know, um, I think for this revamped Patriots offense, especially early in the game. It'll be interesting to see if they can get the running game going. I, I was kind of hoping to see, you know, uh, Nelson Aguilar or uh, Hunter Henry for at least a series or two. Now we obviously won't get to see them, but, you know, let's look at what the passing game looks like. Uh, they they have brought in John Smith. They have Kendrick Bourne. So let's see what these guys can do against a good defense. Uh, Washington has said they're going to play their starters, um, you know, at least to start the game. Uh, we'll see how long they, they last. But, um, you know, that that's something that uh, defense sticks right out, that Washington defense. And then, you know, the, the uh, Washington football team has brought in Ryan Fitzpatrick and they've showed in, uh, you know, training camp that, they're going to air the ball out. They like to throw it down the field. So that's a challenge right there, especially without Gilmore. How's the uh, secondary going to hold up? They have some really good wide receivers. So this will be a test for the defense. And let's see what they can generate for a pass rush. Absolutely. And I'm so glad that you mentioned generate for a pass rush for Washington because Washington is known primarily for its defensive prowess and they have a very, very talented front seven. Uh, Maybe not the depth that they had in 2020, but this is still a very talented group. You look at Jamin Davis, who we talked about several times here on the airwaves heading into the draft being a potential target for the Patriots a prototypical defender really everything you want in a defender uh, from a uh, from a, a logistical standpoint I'm looking forward to seeing him maybe getting some reps and being able to uh, you know to to round into his um, abilities as well uh, you look at uh, the you know the linebacker uh, you know core for them uh, Shaka Tony is going to get a chance to prove that I think he was worth more than a seventh round pick and then of course you got Chase Young and Montez Sweat how much are we going to see of these guys still up for debate I know uh, you know Ron Rivera says we're going to play our starters to me this is going to be the ultimate test for that offensive line in New England that's looked great so far in camp 
but they're still gelling. They're still coming together. Isaiah Wynn, Michael Wainu have looked very good on the left side of that offensive line. On the right, you've got Shaq Mason. Trent Brown has looked excellent. And David Andrews in the center, assuming he plays, uh, apparently the absence uh, that he's had from the last couple of practices, folks, not injury-related, even though he apparently dodged a bullet there when it came to his hand injury. He and his wife, Mackenzie, welcoming their new baby boy into the Andrews family. So congratulations to him. Not sure on his availability, but... It's going to be a great opportunity to see this offensive line go up against a very tough task right out of the gate. If they look very good getting protection for whomever is taking snaps under center for the Patriots, um, that's a very good sign of things to come. So good test for the Pats and a very good defensive front for Washington. And I'm looking forward to seeing what they can do against this group. Last but certainly not least, Bud, uh, you mentioned uh, the formidable front seven uh, of uh, the uh, Washington football team. They also boast a very good secondary as well. Uh, On the offensive side of the ball, you mentioned Fitzpatrick coming in, maybe getting a little Fitzmagic back in. Uh, Bill Belichick waxed poetically about Ryan uh, in his remarks to the media on Tuesday morning, uh, calling him a very tough player and a very versatile player. From a Washington football standpoint, What are you looking forward to seeing on the field from them? And what should Patriots fans have their eye on as they watch Thursday night's game? Well, for me, I mean, it's, you know, how much Fitzpatrick has already um, learned with the offense. If I'm a Washington football fan, I want to see Fitzpatrick for probably the entire first quarter. You know, so, uh, you know, you want to see what he can do. You know, they want to push the ball down the field. You know, they have the guys to do that. So if I'm the a Redskin fan or I'm the, their coaches, absolutely, I, I want to see them pushing the ball down the field and how, if they have their timing and chemistry there. Defensively, I just want to see them pick up right where they left off if I'm a Washington fan. They, uh, you know, that, that defense is strong. I want to see them get after the quarterback, make uh, life a little more difficult for a guy like Cam Newton or even the rookie with Mac Jones. Absolutely. And I think that's a good uh, uh, thing to uh, keep your eye on on Thursday night when it uh, comes to Washington defensively and maybe what they're going to be able to do to keep some of these uh, quarterbacks in check, whether it be Cam Newton or whether it be Mac Jones, who I expect to see the majority of the work on Thursday night. It's going to be interesting to see, especially what they can do against this secondary. Um, Washington secondary sometimes takes a little bit of a backseat to that front seven because you've got the stars like Chase Young and Montez Sweat and Jonathan Allen, but there are some very talented players in this secondary as well. Jimmy Moreland, Derek Forrest, Troy Apke, Benjamin St. Juice, who uh, we also talked about a little bit as a uh, potential, uh, you know, the target for the Patriots uh, when it came to uh, to the uh, the draft. Um, of course, William Jackson, Kendall Fuller. It's going to be interesting to see if the Patriots quarterbacks, especially Mac, try to challenge this front seven if they get any time against these starters and against these solid depth players. Um, one player that I'm going to be having my sharp eye on is Nikhil Harry. Uh, he's had a tremendous camp so far. Murph and I talked about him uh, earlier this week, and uh, he's really, I think, been one of the feel-good stories of camp. If you don't count Quinn Nordine or you don't count the, uh, the quarterbacks, <laughs> he's probably the guy that everybody's been talking about the most. Can Nikhil parlay a strong camp showing into a game setting? 
That's been his difficulty, uh, getting into a game setting, continuing that intensity, going up, making contested catches, but playing his assignments as assigned. If he can do that in a game setting, Patriots may be on to something here, and they may have a solid option at a wide receiver three uh, behind guys like Nelson Aguilar and Jacoby Myers. And that receiving core could end up being a lot better than people thought if Nikhil Harry rounds into form. If he struggles or looks like he's out of sorts, then you're going to start to hear the, re- the whispers again. He can do it in practice. He can't do it in a game. Cut him loose and send him packing. It also may decrease his trade value if that's what the Patriots are trying to do. So this could be a very big night for Nikhil Harry if the Patriots choose to employ him in that way. Employ him in that way. I'm looking, uh, you know, to uh, to that to see how he's going to be able to respond. It's the first preseason game. It's a much less competitive setting than what he's going to face in the regular season. But seeing how they uh, put him on the field could be telltale in terms of their. Uh, thought process and his future in New England. Steve, always great insight, always level-headed, reasonable, and always spot on. And that's one of the reasons why we love having you here each and every week. But um, before I let you go, for the benefit of our newer listeners, please let everyone know where they can find you, your great work, and what we can expect in the coming days and weeks from the great pen and the great voice of Steve Balistrieri. Well, thanks again for having me, Mike, as always. I always look forward to our chats during the week. Um, I write at patsfans.com. You can find me on Twitter, at SteveB7SFG. Uh, we, you know, we've been looking at some of the roster battles as it, they've been progressing through camp. And, uh, you know, the big thing is this game uh, tomorrow night, we'll, we'll get a first look at what these guys look like on the field. And that's the thing I'm looking forward to the most is seeing what this team, this is their first chance to show what they got. Uh, they're coming off a disappointing 7-9 uh, season last year, so let's see what they can bring to the field against a, a playoff team from last year. Absolutely. That's a good point. It is a playoff team from last year. Washington is expected to once again uh, compete for the top spot in that division with an excellent um, uh, defense and a much improved offense. We look forward to that, and uh, of course, always check out Steve's great work anytime he puts pen to paper at patsfans.com. Great stuff, and of course, I always, always plug Patriots 4th and 2 and 1 Patriots Place. Two amazing listens. Uh, You won't be sorry for checking those out, folks. You'll be a better football fan and a smarter football fan. Bud, thanks so much for joining me today. Uh, Continue to stay safe, continue to stay well, and we look forward to talking ball with you again here next week as we start our preparations for the Philadelphia Eagles. Hard to believe that we're getting into this part of the season, but it's that time and we're ready to have football back. Enjoy the game tomorrow night. Just like that, Patriots fans, we are more than halfway through your work week. But with game day coming up in less than 24 hours now, there is still plenty of Patriots coverage yet to come here on the pod. So to be sure that you do not miss a single second of the action, download, subscribe to, and follow the Locked On Patriots podcast on platforms such as the Odyssey app, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, just make sure that you are staying locked in to Locked On Patriots. And for those of you looking to make a little extra money on the upcoming NFL season, betting on the NFL does not have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. 
Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by BetOnline.ag wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, my name is Mike DeBate. I thank my good friend, my Patriots paisan, Steve Balistrieri, for his time, his insight, and his appearance on today's pod. But most of all, I thank you so much for listening and for continuing to make Locked On Patriots a daily part of your New England Patriots coverage. Until tomorrow, Foxborough faithful, stay safe, stay well, be the change you wish to see in the world. Have a great day, everyone.